Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, September 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The US and the UK are going to help Australia build nuclear-powered submarines to counter China. Canada's Prime Minister called an early election, but his plan could backfire. Plus, Amazon is testing out voice assistant technology like Alexa in operating rooms. That's just the start. What they're doing with healthcare is kind of combining all these different parts of their business to kind of go at the healthcare business and the opportunity there in in different ways. We'll talk more about Amazon's plans to become ubiquitous in healthcare. I'm Jess Smith, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The Biden administration has launched another partnership to send a message to China. This time, it's with the UK and Australia. And a key part of the partnership is supporting Australia's plan to build a fleet of nuclear submarines. One US official said the submarines are faster and stealthier than conventional submarines, and they can operate further from Australia. Now, this comes at a time of growing tensions between the US and China over issues like the South China Sea in Taiwan. And next week, President Joe Biden hosts the leaders of Japan, India, and Australia at the White House. That's another security grouping designed to counter China, and one that officials in Beijing have dubbed an Asian NATO. There's an election in Canada next week. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called for it two years early. He figured he was in a good position to win a majority government that would help him finish the fight against COVID. He'd won praise for his handling of the pandemic. But Trudeau's campaign hasn't gone according to plan. Daryl Bricker is with the polling firm Ipsos, and he says most Canadians didn't want an election during the pandemic. So people are really upset the fact that we're having this election and uh, are taking it out on the prime minister. Trudeau also seems to have underestimated his Conservative Party opponent. Aaron O'Toole has moderated his party's line on climate change and fiscal conservatism. He also criticized Trudeau on foreign affairs, especially when it comes to China. And he's managed to cut the prime minister's lead to a precariously thin margin. Where we've ended up, though, is a situation in which the opposition parties particularly the Conservative Party, has actually an equally good chance of defeating him. That's Canadian pollster Daryl Bricker. He spoke to the FT's Gideon Rockman. You can hear their entire conversation about the upcoming election in Canada in this week's episode of the Rockman Review, which comes out every Thursday. When I think about healthcare technology, I think about a Fitbit or video conferencing with my doctor. I did a lot of that during the pandemic. But technology companies are moving into healthcare in much more profound ways. The FT's Dave Lee has been looking into Amazon's plans to build up its healthcare business, and he joins me now to talk more about that. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jess. Dave, I have to ask you first about Alexa in the operating room. You described in your article how Amazon's voice technology is now working alongside surgeons as they operate. Can you talk more about this? Yeah, so this is a pilot program at Houston Methodist. It's a, a network of eight hospitals. And what they're doing is they're adding voice control technology to the operating theater. And what it means is, you know, if you're a surgeon, there are various steps that you need to uh, not only carry out, but also record as you do things. And the process of doing that is pretty time consuming. And often it requires, you know, added steps to make sure there's no cross-contamination if someone uses a computer, for example. And so, you know, what they're 
trying to do with Alexa in the in the operating theatre is is cut out some of that time and just sort of say that they're doing things. Say, okay, I've I've done this step now. Please add that to the record. And what that does is it creates a permanent record. So if there's any issues after the surgery, they can go back and and see. Uh, when things were done, how things were done, and it's all been taken down by voice. And at the same time, this technology is linked up to a, a screen in the operating theatre so everyone that's involved can see you know, what's coming up, what's coming up next, uh, what needs to be done further on in the surgery. So they see this as a very, very useful step. But this technology in the operating room isn't the only project Amazon has in the works. Can you talk a bit more about what other areas of healthcare Amazon's targeting? Yes, one of the remarkable things about Amazon's healthcare strategy is that, of course, you know, Amazon is no longer just an e-commerce site. And it's, you know, also as well as, you know, it's got a cloud division, which is hugely powerful. And what they're doing with healthcare is kind of combining all these different parts of their business to kind of go at the healthcare business and the opportunity there in, in different ways. So, for example, they launched a, a pharmacy late last year for mail order. Um, they launched a diagnostics program, which primarily right now is dealing with COVID, but that is going to be expanded to, to diagnose more uh, illnesses in future. One of the big benefits Amazon has over some of the other companies that are involved is that Amazon in the US alone has more than a million workers. And so anything they can do on their own workers when it comes to you know, offering certain services such as telehealth, which is another thing they're doing with their, their workers, that already can be proven um, at scale because they've got so many workers themselves. When healthcare analysts look at their plans, they're thinking, you know, watch out because Amazon knows how to do this at scale. Um, and, you know, here it comes. So Dave, is there any other company that can rival Amazon in healthcare? I'm thinking maybe Google? Yes, I think the other technology companies can certainly rival certain aspects of what Amazon is doing. I don't think any of the companies out there can kind of hit as many different aspects of healthcare as Amazon is doing. Um, but, you know, you have Google, which has got, um, you know, has been for a long time working on lots of AI applications in healthcare. Microsoft as well, they have a huge cloud platform. That's the biggest competitor to uh, AWS in, in cloud. They're also working with a, a large number of uh, hospitals. And indeed, you know, Google and Microsoft were quicker off the mark when it comes to partnering with uh, healthcare networks. And so a AWS is actually catching up with those other companies. But none of those competitors, as of yet, is able to offer quite the breadth that, that Amazon is able to do. So given Amazon's size and its breadth, and also the scrutiny it's been under, I would imagine there have to be skeptics or critics of what Amazon's doing in healthcare. What are they saying? I think the critics come in in a couple of forms. The first form is, you know, the existing players. You have online pharmacies already, uh, and you have telehealth companies already. They're putting on a brave face in the terms in, in terms that I've heard before when Amazon arrives in other industries, where they're saying, you know what, you know, the almost the more the merrier. The more people get to use these services, that they're trying to say that you know the more popular this tech becomes, the better for them it's going to be. However, behind closed doors, I'm sure they're much more nervous. There's also critics that say, you know, Amazon isn't a healthcare company. And, and, and this is an industry where, you know, the incumbents are powerful for a reason. It's because they've got the expertise, they've got the history, they've got the, the networks in place. Amazon doesn't really have that to the same degree. And then from a power perspective, I think a lot of people are just saying, okay, well, what is Amazon's ultimate ambition here? You know, how much of a healthcare player does it want to be? Only then when we see the specifics will the criticisms about size and power really kind of come to the fore, I think. 
Dave Lee is our San Francisco correspondent. He covers Amazon for the FT. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Jess. And before we go, we've been talking a lot about China's crackdown on its powerful technology companies. One of the first companies to feel the sting was the huge ride-hailing company Didi Chuxing. Only days after it went public on the New York Stock Exchange in June, Chinese regulators banned the company from signing up new customers while they carried out a data security investigation. And Didi has suffered. Not only did its share price fall 40%, but the number of users has plummeted. The FT recently saw some data from a firm that researches Chinese mobile users' behavior, and it found that Didi's daily user numbers had fallen by 30%. If investors in Didi are looking for more data from the company, they're going to have to wait. Didi hasn't reported its second quarter earnings to U.S. shareholders, and it hasn't said when it will do so. You can read more on all these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.